guys, welcome to Southern Charm Chit Chat with Valerie and Molly. Valerie here this morning, and uh, we are excited to have a guest with us today. Um, his name is Randall Potter. He is with Home Services Insurance, and we know you guys have a lot of questions about home insurance, so we thought what better way to provide answers than to go straight to the professional here. So welcome, Randall. We are super excited to have you on our podcast today. Um, so good morning. Yeah, good morning. We um we like to role play a lot. Um, so we probably will do interview and just kind of like ask questions and have you answer them. But before we get started, Molly and I like to ask everyone if they have a favorite quote either of the day or maybe a life quote and so randall do you tell us do you have a life quote or a good quote for the day i have a ton of quotes um and and actually i had selected one just for you guys this morning and as i was pulling up facebook very early this morning um i had a memory pop up from last year and it was a quote that i had placed on facebook and that's the one i want to share with you guys today because it relates to the world we're living in um and i'm going to read this quote to you okay. um the quote goes we don't develop courage by being happy every day we develop it by surviving difficult times and challenging adversity and that's by barbara d angelis wow. and um the reason I selected that one is because, you know, we, we have so much going on in the world today. And um, I know for me, I've been working remotely for two and a half months now. And um, it, it's had its challenges. I've, you know, I'm a full-time insurance agent, full-time stay-at-home dad now to a three-year-old and an eight-year-old. Oh, so, quite fine. <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been quite busy. So, you know, during these times, we've had to learn to change and adapt. and you know, honestly, in the beginning, I was like, how in the world am I going to do this? My wife's in healthcare, you know, she's on the front line, she's in management. And um, so it's me and the boys. And, um, you know, you overcome any obstacles, um, you, you figure it out, and you become better at what you do. Right. And for me, not being in the office, you know, having contact with agents and clients directly, um, I've taken to social media. Um, as well as Zooms, and it's really, I'll be honest with you, my month, last month was my biggest month ever. So, wow. you know, whatever whatever you face, you can certainly overcome and, and, and come out better and learn from it. Totally agree with that. Molly, what are your thoughts? I love it. Yeah, I completely agree, and I think that that quote is super relevant for what we're going on right now, and I mean, your reason why was just really inspiring, and just even in those first circumstances, you can rise it and do great. So, we love it. Thanks, Randall, for sharing that. My pleasure. Yes, absolutely. That was great. Okay, so we will get into uh, some of our questions about homeowners insurance. Um, so, I don't know about everyone, but I definitely have some questions about it that I don't completely understand. And I'm sure like, you know, particularly with first time home buyers, they have a lot of questions that even people who you know, own a house for a few years don't even realize what the coverage they could have, you know, what all it 
entails and everything. So we just think this would be really informative. And uh, if you, and you just give us all your insight that you have. So our first question is, uh, what exactly is homeowner's insurance? So homeowner's insurance, you know, for a first time home buyer, it can be daunting. Um, we, we try to take that daunting out of the experience and, and we do, we do a great job at that. Um, it, it's not as difficult as it seems. Um, it just takes some understanding and guidance um, from a trusted advisor. Uh, but basically the homeowner's policy is an insuring agreement between an insurance company and an individual um, with a lot of conditions within the, the, the paper. So mm -hmm. essentially the insurance company is saying, you know, in exchange for premium or payment, we're going to issue this insuring agreement, which will protect you. And then within the insuring agreement, which is the policy, it's going to outline those conditions, you know, policy limits, deductibles. Um, and, and that's where it can also get a little confusing because the language within the policy, um, you almost need an attorney to explain that to you sometimes. Yes. Um, yeah. If you don't have a, an agent um, that you can go to. Um, but uh, it's, uh, so it can be confusing, but, you know, we're here to take any of the confusion out of it. So um, basically the homeowner's insurance policy is going to protect you um, and give you peace of mind, you know, for, for what is perhaps your most valuable asset, your home. Right. Okay. Yes. That's, that, those are great points. And, and you kind of touched on that, but do you have anything to add as far as why it would be important to have homeowner's insurance um, for especially our new first-time home buyers to understand what is the importance of that? Yeah, so the importance of it, you know, you're protecting your future, you're protecting your valuable assets. Most lenders, you know, if you have a loan, your lender is going to require homeowner's insurance. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if you don't have a, a mortgage, you're not required to have homeowner's insurance. I don't recommend it. Um, you know, there's so many variables, there's so many, so many things that can just go wrong. And the homeowner's policy is going to protect you on so many levels from, from not just physical, but from a liability perspective. Um, it is just packed full of coverages that is going to protect you. So it's important just to have that coverage to protect you and your family. Gotcha. Got it. So uh, when it comes to costs, what's the typical cost for a policy? That's a great question. Um, it's going to vary. Um, each one's different. Each, each uh, policy's different. Okay. Each client's different. Um, so, you know, when a client comes to me, they say, hey, I, I'm, wanting, I'm purchasing a new home. I need homeowner's insurance. Um, I'm going to take the client's current address. I'm going to take the, the new home address, date of birth. Um, and all this is going to go into a rating machine. So I'm going to put it into a rater and I work as a broker. So it's going to go out to all of my insurance companies. Um, and when it's going through the rating, the rating is looking at has that client had past claims. It also does a soft credit check, um, not a hard credit check. Um, so the actual premium is going to, the variables that go into that is going to be credit, uh, past claims are the, are the two big ones. So okay. that's going to influence the premium as well as the dwelling limit or the price of the home. That's okay. going to, that's going to factor as well. 
and, and also there's different limits the client can choose on um, personal liability. Um, some choose a higher deductible to lower the premium. So, you know, unfortunately there is no, no premium, you know, that's going to be an average. Each one's different. Okay. Um, I'm working with clients throughout the day. You know, I may be working with one that's purchasing $150,000 home and I can get them a rate around 500 or working on one yesterday that was $700,000 home and we're looking right around 1800 on that one. But again, it goes back to that client's past claims and credit history. Gotcha. gotcha. And when you said you do a soft credit check, so does that hit their credit um, when you do that? That it, was exactly does, what I was ask. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a great question um, because a lot of folks, you know, are in the process of getting that loan. There are it's already in the works, and that lender is going to pull that credit again as they as they near their closing. So mm -hmm. we don't want anything to hit that credit report. Ours is not. It doesn't show up. It just goes out. It does. It's really more. It's called an insurance score. Um, is what we have. It's not a, a a true credit score. It's an insurance score because we're looking not just at credit. We're looking at past claims as well. Okay. Gotcha. So. Um, we, I know we keep going back to first time home buyers a lot, but um, we work with a lot of first time home buyers. And so they do have a lot of these types of questions, but um, probably from their perspective, is there like a certain plan that you'd recommend for a first time home buyer? Or do you have different plans that you offer? How does that work? Absolutely. We do have different plans. It's going to depend on the dwelling, the, the, the house they're purchasing. If it's, um, you know, there's different homeowners policies. There's an HO3 form, which is most common. That's the standard homeowners policy. Um, there's an HE7 that is going to provide more coverages for higher uh, value dwellings. Um, so it, it's really going to come down to what that first time, first time buyer is purchasing is as far as what I'm going to recommend. Um, you know, if it's under 300,000, 250, we're probably looking at an age of three form. Um, we can certainly write an AG7. I just like to have that conversation with the client because of course the AG7 is gonna have more coverages and it's gonna oftentimes be a little bit more, but you're getting more, again, more coverages. So um, gotcha. it's just a conversation I like to have with each client and then we make that determination from there. Um, you know, again, based on the, the dwelling limit and their personal preferences. Okay. That makes sense. So when it comes to like what you would recommend as a good rate, what, I mean, is that kind of just dependent on everybody's situation or is there, <coughs> what do you recommend for rates? Yeah. So for rates, um, it, again, it's going to depend on each person's situation, but the beauty of it is as a broker, I'm, a, I'm able to send it out to all of my we were, we're writing with over 22 insurance companies. So we're sending that out. So I'm going to offer the client the best possible rate I can get them um, when those quotes come in from all my insurance companies. Okay. Um, so when you're talking about homeowners insurance coverage, does it cover all the valuables inside of a home? Can you break that down for us? Yeah, so within the insuring agreement, there is a contents limit, which is typically going to be 50% or 70% of the dwelling limit. 
um, and it's going to that is going to ensure the contents of, of the home. Um, now, if you have, you know, high valuables, jewelry, a special art collection, mm-hmm. um, you know, those things really need to be insured on what's called an inland marine form or personal articles policy. Um, and that's because they're going to be scheduled. Out. It doesn't have to be, the personal items do not have to be scheduled out. They can, can be a lump sum. I like to schedule them out. Um, and it, it's just more clear if there is a loss on what we're looking at. You know, if you have a ring that's valued at $15,000 and it's, you know, three carats and we have an appraisal on file, it just makes it easier, you know, when processing that claim and knowing exactly what the client has. So, yes, yeah, so for the most part, it is going to cover most of the valuables within the home. But again, if you have high value specific items, we'd like to to place those on a personal articles policy. So that's a shout out to all of our first time home buyers that just got their big rock ring that they just got whenever they got married, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Absolutely. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so let's take a turn to what if somebody gets injured in your house? Uh, are you covered if that happens? Uh, what's going on there? Yeah, yeah. so within the insurance agreement, that's a great question. Uh, we get asked a lot. Uh, within the insuring agreement, there is personal liability coverage. And that is, you know, if someone comes onto your property and they are injured, um, let's say someone's walking across your yard, there's a hole, they trip, fall. <clears throat> you're going to have coverage for that. That's good. Um, yeah. So, and, Especially for you, know, you Molly. <laughs> <laughs> some folks are more prone to, to different types of things. So, yeah. um, and that is, that, that's a required coverage on the policy. It's not an optional coverage. So, um, but with that, typically we quote no less than 300,000 coverage on personal liability. Ideally, a good number to have is 500,000 these days. Okay. This may open up a can of worms, but I'm just curious, like, Uh-oh. about trampolines. Like, do you have, I don't see. He's <laughs> making <laughs> face. You can't his face, but he cringed, guys. <laughs> no, but trampolines and pools um, are, uh, we can insure those. Some writing companies absolutely do not, do not write them. Um, pools, uh, let me, I'll start with pools and then I'll circle back around the trampolines. Pools have to be fenced in with a self-latching lock um, mm-hmm. to be insured. If they have that and there is no slide or diving board, there are no issues. Okay. Um, okay. With the trampoline, um, I don't see a lot of policies getting canceled because of the trampoline because most of the time we write the policy there is an inspection and then the gotcha. trampolines added later. Um, ironically, you say that because my son's birthday is next week and he requested a trampoline. Ah. We, you know, <laughs> he called me before this. <laughs> I figured he did. I figured there was something going on here. So, <laughs> um, we were able to, to change his mind and, and get him more of like a kiddie pool. You know, we just, honestly, we don't have the space for a trampoline or a level yeah. ground for one. So, Okay. Um, we just fronted that off, so um, we don't have any issues with my insurance company. Gotcha. <laughs> Didn't mean to go down that rabbit trail. But but that's a great, great, great <laughs> question. I, that's a question I ask all my clients. Okay. 
Um, the next question is, do I have to pay a deductible for any damage that's done to my home? That's a big one. It is a big one. And so, yes, the answer to that is yes. They're within the insuring agreement. Um, and, and that's, again, the policy, the contract you have with the insurance company. There is a deductible, and typically the deductible is $1,000. Um, some companies are still writing 500, but most are getting away from 500. So typically we see a $1,000 deductible um, up to 2,500. Some folks like a higher deductible again to get that premium down. Um, and then some offer 5,000. So it just depends on the dwelling limit. But um, if there is a covered loss, there is a deductible. And then that deductible is just um, subtracted from the payment payout on the claim. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so, you know, am I, so basically, am I covered no matter how my home is damaged? So if anything happens to my home, no matter how it happens, am I covered? That's a great oh, question. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is no. Oh, uh, <laughs> so the so the so the insuring agreement is going to exclude certain certain things. Um, okay. One is earthquake, <clears throat> and here in North Carolina, we don't have a lot of earthquakes. Thank um, goodness. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right. That's right. Uh, so, but I still have folk. We have folks that move in from California, and. I said, you know, we've lived in California for so long, we're, we want earthquake. Well, we can add it, and it's really okay. not that expensive. Um, the other one is flood. So flood is, uh, you know, that's a national program. We have to go through the through the national flood program to write a, a flood policy. So okay. those two are going to be excluded um, from that. Um, and in terms of, of anything else I can think of um, that would be excluded would be like seepage. If you had a pipe, that was seeping and you discovered it 10 years later after it had rotted the floor and someone fell through it. Um, that is oftentimes excluded from the policy. Okay. Um, seepage, the sudden burst of water would be covered. Okay. So, so there's certain limitations, but um, you know, it's best, to, you know, you can't read a policy. Most people can't read a policy um, and, and understand that. But um, we're, we're it's happy almost to, like, is it like pre-existing conditions if it was something that was there for a while? It is considered pre-existing, you know, it's behind a wall. Um, and oftentimes I did have one client that closed on a property. It was inspected, but the bathtub had been leaking for years right. and had rotted the floor. And um, that was a pre-existing condition that was excluded. Um, wow. And luckily it wasn't an expensive fix, but you know, um, those things do happen from time to time. I don't see a lot of it, but it does happen. Okay. Gotcha. That's okay. why home inspections are so important, guys, as a side note. <laughs> yeah. Most definitely. Exactly. Um, well, Randall, a question that I have, another one is something that people probably just automatically think it would happen, but is it going to cost less to insure a newer home as opposed to an older one? I mean, you would just think automatically if it's newer, then, you know, you wouldn't have to have as much insurance. Is that true? Uh, it's very true. You're exactly right. Um, and of go course, yeah, good job. Good job. <laughs> you, you've been doing some research. Um, <laughs> it's amazing the premiums I, I get on new construction. <clears throat> and the reason for that, you know, some of the materials that are being used um, is, is not as expensive as it was. 
um, for like a house that was built in 1950, if we're having to rebuild a house that's brick veneer, you know, a, a lot of houses these days are vinyl. Mm -hmm. It may have some brick veneer on the front, but for the most part, it's going to be vinyl. Um, it's going to be less of a cost. Um, but you're going to, you know, with the new construction, um, with the with the building guidelines um, that we have these days, um, the construction has improved. Um, there's just not at much risk for the carrier, so the premium is going to be lower. Um, I've seen some as low as four hundred dollars. Um, oh wow! I think I had one at three ninety eight, um, and so you know, and up from there. So you know, it just depends. And then there again, it's going to go back into the whole insurance score. Gotcha. gotcha. So if you can like walk me through as simplified as possible what it's like to file a claim, what would that would have to do? Right. So, you know, when something happens, it generally happens on the weekend, you know, when your agent is closed. <laughs> um, <laughs> Not unfortunately. Typical. Unfortunately. Um, you know, and with that being said, you know, if let's say if there was a weekend storm and there was damage to your roof, we want, we want you to be safe. We want you to call someone to place a tarp over the roof. The insurance company is going to reimburse you for that, uh, for those, for that temporary uh, fix. But um, if you do experience a claim, first thing you, you need to do is call your, call your agent, call your, or call your insurance company uh, directly. Um, you know, home services insurance, we, we work directly with our clients. We are your advocate. I have, Think, you know, us work with carriers on paying claims that they refuse to pay. So we are the client's advocate. If we can, if we can work with the insurance company to get it paid, we certainly will. But uh, certainly call us. Um, we'll contact the insurance company. The insurance company will place you in touch with an adjuster that will be in contact with you typically within 24 to 48 hours, um, depending on what's going on. You know, if we've had a you know, a massive storm come through and, and everyone has damage, of course, the response time is going to be um, less on that, but right. we try our best. And typically in those types of um, situations, the insurance companies will bring in reinforcements um, from other state, other adjusters to help with the, with the volume. So, but um, the process is very easy and the adjuster will come out, take a look and it, it depends on what the, what the damage is. Um, an adjuster may look at photos. Um, okay. depending on what it is. So um, the key is, is, you know, taking photos of the damage and reporting it as quickly as possible. Okay. And the photos can, I mean, they can just look at photos and not come out depending on the damage, right? Depending on what it is. Um, if it's something more on a minor type um, basis, if you've, you know, if you've got a tree across your house, they're going to obviously come out and take a look at that to make sure it was blown down and not cut down by a chainsaw. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, those, those things happen, um, unfortunately, but, um, you know, so yeah, some, some can be handled by, by photos. Um, I had one recently <clears throat> and it was a basement. It had a, a failed, um, sump pump and, um, the, and that was after a storm, so the photos were sent in, and um, the, the the cleanup was done. Everything was done uh, by photos and by phone. Okay. Okay. Cool. Great. Um, so, are all home policies really the same? I mean, 
across the board or are they different? Break that down for us. They're different. Um, it's, and it's going to be different with, with different writing companies as well. Uh, again, you have your HO3, which is your standard homeowner's most common form. Um, and then you have the AG7. Um, there's others out there, but that's typically the, the two we see. Um, they do have a lot of similar characteristics. Um, again, the AG7 is going to offer more. Um, for instance, it's going to offer you oftentimes 50000 in water backup as opposed to 5000 on an HO3 policy. Okay. So, um, you know, they, they are similar in many ways, but, you know, you can, there are options. You know, if you, if you wanted to add the earthquake, you know, we add that by what's called endorsement. That's adding a policy, that's adding a form to the policy to, to get that coverage. So um, similar, but um, they're, they're also different mm -hmm. in many ways um, because each one's tailored to the client. Gotcha. Okay. okay. That makes sense. So in regards to you, what exactly is your role as finding the best insurance um, and the best rates? Like how, what exactly are you doing? Are you just yeah, let me just tell you, about, let me tell you what I do. So, <laughs> so when a client comes to me um, or referral, you know, from an agent, whatnot, um, first of all, I take the, the general information mm -hmm. um, that I'm going to need to input into my rating, my rater. And so that rater, I'm going to input the information. Again, it's going to go out. I'm going to hit send. It immediately goes out to all of my carriers it's bringing in quotes immediately. Okay. Um, so I'm taking a look, going through, looking at the quotes. Um, coverages are gonna be comparable. Um, in most cases, um, we may be off some, for instance, when I'm sending it out to one carrier, it may come back with medical payments of 5,000. One may have 2,000. Well, we don't write 2,000 in medical payments. That's not enough coverage. So um, 5,000, I'm gonna go with the carrier that's writing the 5,000. Because the premium, honestly, there's not a lot of difference in that, in, okay. in two and five on medical. And also, there's not a lot of difference in the premium going from 300000 in personal liability to 500000 It's very small. So we always like to offer the higher, the higher limits because for the money, you're getting a lot of coverage for it. Okay. Um, but once it goes out to all the carriers, it comes back in. I'm going to go through and look at the quotes. I'm going to select the one that I think is going to be the most appropriate for that client and, and their home. And I'm going to actually go into the website of the carrier, and I'm going to complete the quote, just rolling through it. It's going to, um, again, look at the claims. Once I roll, I say roll through the quote, it's, it's going through, it's looking at underwriting, it's looking at prior claims, um, you know, and it, this could be homeowners, personal auto umbrella. We write all lines of personal insurance. <clears throat> okay. So we're going to roll through that and it's, it's going to give me a premium and then I'm going to either call that client up. Some people prefer to be emailed um, and then I'll, I'll call the client up with the quote, let them know who the carrier is. The, the limits of coverage as well as the premium or send it in an email. Very good. Wow. So you're super efficient. <laughs> We're super efficient. And, you know, working as a broker, you know, captive agencies such as Allstate and State Farm, mm -hmm. that is all they write. So as a broker, I'm able to tap into more markets and offer their client oftentimes a better price because I'm working with multiple 
carriers. And, you know, lots of times folks don't realize if you, if we're running your homeowners and we can add your auto, we're mm -hmm. bundling those coverages, you're going to get a better premium on both sides, on both the homeowners and the personal auto. Cool. Okay, I think for nothing else, just having peace of mind that you do that. I mean, you're doing the comparisons for the client. Um, they don't have to worry about any of that. And to me, that's invaluable. I mean, just to have that. So um, that's amazing. It's, it's um, a great value. We like to take that part, especially for first time homeowners or, or purchasers. We like to take that off of their plate because they have so much going on. I'm working yeah. with a client now. Um, she's moving across country to Winston-Salem. She doesn't have time to worry about the insurance and what's going on. She said, Randall, just handle it. And, yeah. and we've been doing that and we've been working on it and we're getting ready to wrap it up. They're getting ready to close. So, um, you know, it just takes it off their plate and then they can move on to other things because they're looking at closing, connecting utilities. Um, they've got a lot going on. So if we can t take that off their plate, um, that's, that's what we're doing. We're doing it every day. That's awesome. Um, I think we've asked a lot of questions, but um, I have just one more that um, I think sometimes can be a question mark in, in buyers' minds is, uh, what's the difference between home insurance and a home warranty? Um, you know, are they the same thing? How, how are they different? They are, they are different. Um, so the homeowner's policy is going to, it's going to protect the, the home from wind, hail, fire, theft, whereas the home warranty side is going to protect it from a mechanical side. Um, you know, the homeowners is not really designed to insure mechanical because, you know, there is an exclusion oftentimes from mechanical breakdown just because things were out. Mm -hmm. um, we're not designed to, to insure that because that's, that happens in life. So we're, we're insuring for things that could potentially happen that is at no fault of the client um, that's not mechanically related. So the, the home warranty is going to be, home warranties are great. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I recommend a home warranty. A lot of my clients pick that up and, and I get a lot of questions on what is the difference. I'm glad you bring that up because a lot of clients don't understand the difference. They think with their homeowner's policy, they're going to get a warranty as well. You know? right. <laughs> so pick up that warranty and they're not expensive. I'm, I mean, we, we purchased a warranty when we purchased our house and um, glad we did. And um, you know, cause anything can go wrong. Um, you know, obviously if you're purchasing, if we're going back to the uh, new construction, that's going to be, you know, kind of a tall side, you know, you got new stuff, but um, it's, that warranty, again, is peace of mind, just like your homeowner's policy is. It's going to protect right. you against mechanical breakdown. Your homeowner's policy is going to protect you against those, um, we call them perils. Again, fire, theft, or hell. Um, there's there's others, lightning. Um, homeowners is going to protect you from those. From those. Okay, awesome. Okay. Well, I think that that's all of our questions for Randall today. So thank you, Randall, for joining us on Southern Charm Chit Chat. It was great having you. My you pleasure. Thanks for having me. 
Yes, you are so good. And what a wealth of information. And if y'all have any questions at all, you can feel free to reach out to Valerie and I, and we will put uh, Randall's uh, contact information in the bio. And just a disclaimer that we did record this via Zoom. So if there's any trouble with internet connection or hearing, just bear with us. We are still quarantining. Um, (laughs) Likewise. (laughs) So um, we appreciate you all listening and we will talk soon. Bye guys. Bye guys. Good day. See ya.